Welcome back to another episode of Broken Silence Real Talk. You already know it's your girl, Christine. You already know, I gotta kick off my lovely episodes with gratitude. So, you know, it's family day long weekend. It's only right I say I'm thankful for my family, my kids, my dad, my mom, my sister-in-laws, nieces, nephews, brothers, everybody. Um, I hope you guys had a blessed start to the week. If you didn't, if you don't have a second grind and you're just going back to work after the long holidays, then kudos to you. But I know I struggled today to go back to work because I'm like, yo, four days felt so blessed. I have a special guest here, but before we do that, um, I'm just gonna touch base with you guys because I know that a lot of you guys are in your feelings about this NBA All Star game. The dunk off. I don't care what nobody tells me, but AG should have won that. Okay, take a moment of silence. Okay, just, just we're gonna take a moment of silence for two seconds. You gotta put some respect on AG, man. Don't get me wrong, Junior was good, but nah. Worst case scenario, he should have just gave it to the both of them. That's just my opinion. But I know everybody's still in their bag about it. And maybe there's a life lesson to learn from this. Because as I say, some people are just committed to not understanding you. So, And some people just don't want to see you win. So maybe that's it. I don't know. But he handled that with grace and humility. So kudos to him. Kudos to him. And he said, just like he said in the interview, he's going to focus on three-point shoots now. So let's see what happens in the future. Well, this lovely evening, I have my darling sister-in-law with me, Gina. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. I'm so nervous. I mean, excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, guys. First of all, I have to say I'm so sorry because um, we have been trying to do this for probably over, what, two, three months now? Yeah, I would say at least two months. Yeah. It, that's terrible. So <laughs> I apologize. I know life gets in the way, but yeah, three, two, three months is terrible. So I apologize for that. But I'm glad to have you on the show because as we call my sister-in-law, I don't know if she knows this, but she's about to know this. Um, we're all mothers in the family. We all call each other moms, but yo, she's a mom mom. There's, <laughs> there's a difference. We're moms, but you're a mom mom. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> they about to find out the <laughs> listeners are about to find out um i have a couple questions a few questions just to have a little chit chat conversation because again you're a mom mom i don't know how you do it i would lose my mind you have gone from working for a company to now kind of running your own business to a home daycare to homeschooling that's mom mom mm. i can't do that i lose my mind i'm sorry <laughs> So, yo, how did you, why do you homeschool your kids? What made you make that decision? Um, you know, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't think that I was the type to homeschool. It wasn't like, oh, you know, when I have kids, I'm going to homeschool them. It just so happened that um, when we had our first son, 
um, and uh, when I went on maternity leave for the first time, I realized how much I loved being a mom. And I never thought I'd be that type of mom. I thought I'd be the mom who, you know, goes on mat leave and then goes back to work. Um, I had a career that I loved so much. I worked at an autism center. Um, such a hard job, but really, really uh, rewarding until I became a mom. And, you know, un unless you're a mom, you don't realize how much you're whole world and your whole uh, just outlook on life changes. Mm -hmm. So when Matt Lee was up, I didn't go back to work. I decided that I wanted to be home with my kids. Never thought I'd be that type of mom. <laughs> um, but then, uh, so I started a home daycare, a great way for me to bring some money in, but also like be home to raise my kids. While the daycare was open, I had two kids. Um, Kudos, geez. Couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You know what? Some days I was like, I can't do this, too. <laughs> just to be honest, just keeping it real. Um, but yeah, so while I was running the home daycare, I ran it with my sister-in-law for the first year and a bit. And then I and then I did my own thing. And it was a really um, great opportunity for me to actually see how my kids were learning. And mm -hmm. um, my son was just naturally curious. And I felt like um, because I had... Uh, background in working with kids and in um, just teaching life skills and stuff like that I just kind of applied that to um, my son and I saw how he progressed and he was like he was picking up stuff like really naturally mm -hmm. and so I was like I don't want to put him in school because he's already not that he was ahead but he was just learning on his on his own terms at his own pace learning the things that um, enjoy that he enjoyed so he was naturally um, engaged in so I was like if I can nurture that then that's what I'm gonna do that makes sense yeah what is okay because I know that there's so many negative connotations around like homeschooling mm -hmm. what are some of the common misconceptions around homeschooling versus regular public education um, so I think the biggest thing is like this idea of social socialization. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, I, I, do, I haven't done a lot of research. A lot of it was just based on, you know, my personal needs with my family and how I wanted to, um, how, how I wanted to raise my kids. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of people think that homeschooling is just doing school at home, which mm -hmm. could be like if that works for you and your family and if that is how your kids thrive then um, that's what I love about homeschooling too it's super flexible you you customize your curriculum and how you want to teach and what you want to teach according to what works for your family mm -hmm. but a lot of people think that because you are homeschooled that you know uh, you don't know how to interact with other people which is far from the case I mean in my opinion um, I come from a big family mm -hmm. like both on my side and on your side we have lots of your family's double my fucking double my size you know what but still like I think um, our like our side of the family is growing mm -hmm. like my siblings on my side of the family we're older so a lot of us have are established and have kids already whereas our side people are just now starting to get married and now starting to, to raise a family so I, I feel like this side may if not catch up like you know what i mean be, come mm -hmm. close i remember i was pregnant with ava and i told you i stopped having kids because we can't do christmas anymore yeah it's getting out of, it's getting out of control but it's nice to see all of them like the same age and growing up together mm -hmm. but um 
you know, just because my son isn't in school doesn't mean he doesn't have cousins and that he doesn't have, you know, people that we meet at the library, people that we meet at the park. They may not be um, yet. They may not be uh, friends for life or friends that he'll see every day, like the way you see kids at school. But he could still socialize. He's like one of the most outgoing people I know. Mm -hmm. Even my daughter, too. She takes a little while to warm up to you. But, you know, they both have their own way of um, reaching out and um, meeting new people and introducing themselves. So I don't think socialization is a problem. I think it's just what people think homeschooling is. And Mm -hmm. nowadays there's just lots of different ways to homeschool. Um, So it really just depends on your style. I mean, you could fully do the doing school at home, like workbooks and stuff like that. And that's cool, but that just wasn't what my plan was when it came to homeschooling my kids. Do kids get, like, certificates and stuff like that when homeschooling? Um, No, but uh, I know recently, I think there's just been, I mean, I don't know how recent, but there is, like, if you want to go to university, there are places for homeschooled kids Mm. to still, like, you don't have to... Uh, I think it it varies depending on provinces, but it's not like hey here you got a certificate because you graduated from homeschool. Like if my if my kids wanted to say take a specific course in uh, at U of T, I'm just picking U of T as a school I went to. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have requirements, just as you know, uh, someone from you know a public high school, a Catholic high school, or whatever would have the requirements. And as long as our kids could meet those requirements, take the whatever testing. Um, then it's fair game. Hmm. Yeah, That's I think. Interesting. Yeah, I think there's just there's more um, because it it's more um, it's more widespread than people think. More flexibility. Yeah, because I know a couple people who homeschool their kids, and just to hear their perspective on it is just having having your children travel the world with you is homeschooling in my opinion yeah and having them write about their experience is homeschooling in my opinion yeah. and i think we got to take off the labels off of education mm-hmm. and like right now to be honest with you the way doug the way doug ford's moving you never know i mean i might have to end up homeschooling my kids cause... i mean it's always it's always an option and there's so many resources out there like um where i where i live there are local um homeschooling groups or homeschooling co-ops you just have to reach out there you know like you Mm -hmm. have to do your research but there's also like lots of free um resources on youtube on pinterest there's really like information everywhere you just have to look for it okay interesting Mm -hmm. all right well i hope my brother listens to this episode because um he's probably going to be on his toes for this question (laughs) Oh I love you. 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 know, I'm a single mom, and I face my challenges and just in day to day life and going, getting up and going to work. I do it on my own, but there's also challenges when you're in a relationship and you're married to my brother, and there's a lot of stereotypes that. Because I, I, I hear I hear my friends talk like, yo, but don't you have your man to help you? Don't you have your girl to help you? And it's like, yeah, we do, but we still have our challenges, mm-hmm. you know? And so what are some of the stereotypes around being married and taking care of the children being easy? Like, what kind of challenges do you face? And how is it, how important is it to have a supportive partner? Um, first off, 
I want to say that I don't know if I could ever, I mean, I know that if push came to shove, that I would be able to do it on my own, but I don't know how single parents, I don't know how single parents do it. Sometimes it's a challenge just with, you know, with me and my husband, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, Some of the challenges. Um, I think it really just all has to do with like the relationship that you have with your kids, right? Like, Mm -hmm. because I am home the majority of the time, uh, I'm the go-to parent, you know what I mean? And so, um, you know, when dad goes to work, dad gets, oh, bye, dad. Have a good day at work. And then he gets the, dad's home. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get that. I get the, don't leave. Don't leave. I want to come with you. You know what I mean? Um, So it really just is the relationship that you have with your kids. And my relationship with my kids is different from my husband's relationship with with our kids. parenting styles are also different um your brother and i have already had discussions about you know um how he parents and how how i parent and even though we um may disagree on some things and there may be challenges there we both know like we're both open enough to be like give it to me straight tell me what i did you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you're doing it for the kids, right? Sure. Whatever is going to help raise them the, to be the best that they could be. Mm-hmm. Like if that means I need to fall back or if that means that I need to step up, like that's what that's what we're going to do. Or even if it's just to be like understanding, like, okay, I didn't agree with that, but I have to respect that you did that. You, did that. you know what I mean? Um, and we, like one thing that I love about like how uh, how my husband respects me is the fact that like we can be open and honest with each other and we can say like okay like okay I'm, I'm sorry or um, we would never challenge each other in front of, of the, the kids. kids you know what I mean we I think say, that's really important yeah we yeah. save those conversations for like when they're <laughs> asleep or when they're not listening because you can't like you can't you can't uh, veto your partners or your spouses like what what they decide to do like in front of them because then that that kind of confuses the kids you know right. what I mean even if I disagree like help me to understand mm-hmm. so that the next time you do that or whatever it is that I can support you and then the next time I do that you can support me you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah. hmm. interesting <laughs> and the last time the first time and last time I only heard of veto I'm not going to lie. I learned that from Big Brother. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't even know where that came from. Yeah, probably from Big Brother. Big Brother, when they did the house, what's it called? House of... House, Head of Household. There we go. Head of Household. <laughs> comp, yes, competition. <laughs> and then they were trying to vote people off. And they're like, yeah, yo, I, got, I caught the veto. I'm like, what the hell is that? And then people got saved. And yeah, that's... Yeah. When I hear veto, I think of Big Brother. <laughs> that's, that's just what I think about. Um... How do you, like, first of all, before we even get into that, what is, yo, how did you get into Arbon? Okay. And before you get into that, I'm going to tell you this right now. I respect your grind and your <laughs> hustle because, yo, you're consistent with it. And you're Thank consistent you. with it in a different way. I even had to tell my brother the other day, I was like, yo, 
your wife, she has a way of talking to people where they can't say no. They can't, <laughs> That's so funny. They can't say no because you do it. You do it aggressively, but also passively. And I always tell people, if you're gonna do a business, you gotta be aggressive with it because if you're not aggressive, people are just gonna overlook you and be like, "Yo, she's not really serious or mm. whatever." But you do it in a way because, especially if it's you know the end of the month and whatever, and you're trying to reach whatever, and you're like, "Yo, this is what it is." I'm like, "All right, I'm supporting you," mm-hmm. which I like totally, totally appreciate. And it's just what I have to do, you know. Your family, mm-hmm. um, and. I unfortunately like you, so I have to support <laughs> unfortunately. you. Unfortunately, <laughs> wow. Okay, I don't like a lot of people. Okay, <laughs> so it's for it's unfortunate. Um, because when I care, I care too hard. So yeah, that's why I say unfortunate. Um, but yo, what what is Arbon and how did you do it? Okay, so um, I heard about Arbon through my friends. I went out for dinner with my girlfriends. They had mentioned that one of their friends um, started an Arbonne business. It's a an online vegan beauty, health, and wellness business. I didn't know what it was at the time. The way they made it seem, the way they talked about it, it was like high-end makeup. And so when they were talking about it and they, you know, had their opinions about it, I was like, okay, same. You know, I just, my opinion, their opinion became my opinion. Mm. So when my sister told me that she started her Arbonne business and she wanted me to take a look at it. I was like, why? Why would you do something like that? Mind you, I had no idea what it was. And I'm like, you're making a big mistake. Only because of like what I thought I knew about the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but I trusted my sister because she um, she has a she has a great job. She's always just she's always been such a hard worker and I know that she wouldn't put her stamp of approval on it if it was wasn't legit. Yeah, like mm-hmm. if it was garbage, you know? So at first I was confused. I didn't know why she did why she wanted to do something like this cuz she was already busy. The girl has four kids. Um great job. Um don't know why she would add something more to her plate. And then I heard everything about what this business was Mm -hmm. and I realized that it was like everything that I was looking for at the time so I as you mentioned um, I had a home daycare there were some regulation changes which basically meant like if we wanted to grow our family which we did um, that our kids would have to take spots up in our home day in my home daycare so that means my income would be a lot less right so for example if five kids is the max and i had three kids i would only have room to take two other kids Mm, right so that i was like okay so i was contemplating getting another job i even talked to um my husband about it and i knew that like i mean i came from a family where like my both my parents worked at the same job till they retired my mom worked like three part-time jobs on the weekend like that's just what you do as a parent right like you do whatever it takes Mm -hmm. so I knew that um getting a part-time job like wanting to have more income um would mean no time for myself no time with Raf because he would have to I would have to go and then he would take care of the kids we wouldn't see each other you know um but I knew that I would have to sacrifice that because it just it is what it is that's what my parents did that's what we all do right Mm -hmm. And then Arbon kind of just appeared. And even though I never 
like I didn't grow up thinking this is what I want to do with my life it just kind of checked all the boxes it was everything that I was looking for a flexible schedule um, unlimited income potential um, just uh, lots of other things that a traditional part-time job couldn't give me which was wanting to be home with my kids when they need me mm-hmm. so I heard more about um, what this brand was all about the products and the business side and I was like of course like it just made it made total sense to me I remember even talking to um, my husband on the way home like tell me all the things like tell me why I shouldn't do it this because everything is saying yes you know what was I he mean skeptical of you? he he was he had his own um, experience with uh, a company not similar to this but kind of like a, the same kind of business model mm-hmm. so yeah he he told me his concerns and stuff like that um, but there was just something in me that was like, I think that I, I think that I could do this. Mm-hmm. I think that, and even if I couldn't, like I was, I was going to try and two years and now we're like two and a half years in and like You've still been doing this for two and a half years. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Crazy. I didn't think it was that long. No. Yeah. So I've been doing it for two and a half years and it, I mean, it isn't like, like, I know that I'm going to do it forever um, just because of what I've seen it do for me personally, like on a growth level, on a mindset level. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I, I am going to do it, but it's going to give me a lot more freedom and flexibility to do other things that I love. Like, I'm not just going to do this. Mm-hmm. This is actually going to fund my passions and fuel my passions. For me, it's all about... Uh, helping other parents, empowering other parents. Mm-hmm. I've been working with kids for a really long time. I feel like I've got the tools, you know. I'm in the lab every day because I'm with my kids 24-7. Yeah. I'm like doing research all day, every day. So if I can just share, you know, what's worked for me, my insight, my perspective to help another parent feel less mom guilt or less dad guilt, um, then that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And this side hustle is just going to give me that cushion where I don't have to bank on being a parent coach. I could do it because I love it. If I only want to work with three people, I'm just going to work with three people. You know right. what I mean? I just want to do it. I want to be able to do it on my own terms. Do you feel like this is on your way to like, quote unquote, your calling? For sure. What? Because I know that my, I know that my brother... Um, he's always said that he's wanted to do something for people. Yeah. Right? I, I remember him saying that. I, and I don't even know if he still wants to do it. I just remember him saying something like that. But the way I see that you're on the track, because I've watched your, I always watch your posts on Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I take tips, tips for you because y'all, there was this one, I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday, it was like, we have to try not to take our frustrations on our day, like our daily, what happens in our day out on our kids mm. and we do it subconsciously, mm-hmm. right? And we, we just don't know that we do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I've been like, okay, when I'm ready to like yell at my clinic, you know, I'm just like, you know what, <laughs> let me just, let me just take a, a step back. Let me just 
what's the issue? Like, I have to ask myself yeah. questions in my head before talking to them. And sometimes they're just like, you know what? I can't answer you right now. Yeah, or, and and that's totally fine. <laughs> just can't answer you right now. Because if I answer you, it's not going to be... It's going to be at a volume 10. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so I just say, you know what? I need my space. I'll come back to me in like five minutes, whatever. Yeah. But, and I've noticed that you started doing parenting coaching, mm-hmm. right? How did you start that? And what do you feel is your calling? Because I find that, like, Arbonne, Arbonne is like a, in my opinion, it's a tool. Mm-hmm. I see it as a tool for you because I associate it with the communication piece and reaching out to people mm. and kind of what works, what's working for them. And if my skin's glowing, I'm just going to be naturally happy as a person. Right. Right? Yeah. So I look at it as a tool. Mm-hmm. So what do you feel is, is your calling? Um, it's definitely have it definitely has to do with just connecting with other moms, mm-hmm. because like being a mom totally changed the game for me. It changed everything for me, um, and I am blessed that I got to work at that autism center because I feel like it gave me tools. I mean, nothing ever really prepares you to become a mom, but. There was some type of some level of confidence where I was like, I've got the tools, you know, I work with these kids and um, it's super challenging, super rewarding. I think I could do it. And I feel like I'm doing an okay job, you know. It's You're different. A mom, mom. <laughs> Hold on, what does this cup say? Like a boss. You're a mom mom, okay? It um it's definitely uh challenging, but that's why I want other moms to know. Like, okay, so you know when you say, "Oh my gosh, I don't know," how, like I don't know how Christine does it. Oh, you know, like oh, Reen's a mom, mom, and you see all of these parents, and you think you see all of the great qualities that they have, and you don't see that in yourself. Mm-hmm. It has to be within you because if you can identify it, mm-hmm. it's because you've experienced it. True. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like my calling is to just remind these parents that they are super moms too you're a super mom too you just need to it just needs to come out and i'm gonna be your hype mom i'm gonna be your wing mom until (laughs) that comes out like i want i want more moms and more parents to feel empowered to feel confident to feel calm you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um because that that has been my journey for like the last six years you know what I mean? And even even before that, even with working with other families, with other moms, with other single moms of kids who have different life challenges. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We all have it in us. Some of us are probably just a little more tired than others. Some mm-hmm. of us just need to have that awaken. And that's where I that's where I come in. Correct. There was a time I think so. Correct me if I'm wrong. There was a time where I remember, um, you were, were you ever working on business cards mm-hmm. to like have people come to your house and like chit chat or you go to them and like, it's like a counseling thing. Uh, yeah. So it was for my, like, I feel like I might, I might want to change the name just because, um, so it was originally called happy campers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was um, based on um, the principles of applied behavior analysis, which is what I did. ABA. Yeah, which is what I did when I worked at the autism center. Mm-hmm. And while I know all of that stuff works, when you add 
the emotional component of being a mom, mm-hmm. things kind of get wonky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I know what it takes to um, redirect my son's behavior or, you know, to do all the things that I could do as an instructor therapist. But as a mom, as someone who's tired, as someone who has a physical, emotional connection with this child, who just wants to love this child because they've been crying for the last 20 minutes, sometimes it's not that easy to stand your ground. Or you know what I mean? And so when I first started my parent coaching business in the way, way, way early, early stages, even before Arbonne, mm-hmm. um, it was more driven by, you know, like data driven and you know all of that stuff right Mm -hmm. but now i feel like with all of the personal development and the personal growth that i've done yes it is a combination of doing that of you know um staying consistent standing firm in your boundaries but it's also it also has a lot to do with me Mm -hmm. you know and um and uh getting a handle on my ego my pride my lack of control and stuff like that so it's kind of like a combination of both of the two so i feel like the name may evolve and the direction that i want to um help guide other parents may evolve too but that's kind of how it started i'm just sorry i'm just taking a second to think because i would struggle to do that i'm trying to brand myself Mm -hmm within my own business and trying to do what I have to do for myself and my children. Mm-hmm. And I always tell I always tell people and I have to remind myself is if I everyone's like, Christine, who do who comes first in your life? Definitely not my kids. Mm-hmm. My kids can't come first. There's no way my kids can come first. I have to put myself first. Because mm-hmm. if I'm not good, there's no way in hell they can be good. For sure. A hundred percent agree. And like a lot of people don't understand when I say that. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like my kids came from me. I had that means I had to nourish my body, nourish my mental health. I had to make sure I'm good. So if I'm not good, there's no way they can be good. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just try to tell people that. Um, but the way you navigate things, and like I, I, I watch from the outside, and I know that my brother he goes to work, and sometimes he works from home. Mm-hmm. How in Jesus's name do you guys do it? Like. I just want to know because I know from what I know of my brother, he's a very caring and supportive person. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I know about him. He's very caring, very loving, very supportive. But is there any challenges that you guys like, because you're trying to build your empire, Mm -hmm. right? And your empire is also on the the foundation of your marriage Mm -hmm. and your family. Yes, for sure. So what challenges and how do you guys overcome that together? Because, I'm sorry. I'm just being, just being honest. <laughs> yes. In my opinion, if I was your husband, which I'm not, um, is there any time that you ever sense like any frustration because you have to go here or you have to go there? Frustration on my part or oh, like any, frustration on his on part? Anybody's part. Um, okay. So a few things. I feel like women grow up. Well, not not all women but there are women who grow up thinking that once you become a mom you sacrifice it all mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. my mom loved us she loved us she worked so hard for us and i think she put us first mm-hmm. and so when i became a mom i was like well, that's what i do 
I just put the kids first. Even if I'm tired, even if I'm stressed, even if I'm burnt out, mom burnout is real. Oh, hell yeah. Okay? <laughs> so even when, even when I'm exhausted, I just feel like, you know, there's also this expectation that you have to be the mom who's in shape, the mom who doesn't show up in jogging pants and a hoodie like me, you know, the mom who still has a career, the mom who is organized, the mom who's a good cook, the mom who does everything. Like there's such a huge pressure on people, on moms, dads too, Mm -hmm. to a certain extent, but I don't feel like they get it to the extreme that we do. So I don't like, so that's, that's how I felt with my, with my first son. Mm-hmm. Um, and after a while, I was like, who am I? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I am no longer Rena. I am my son's mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I love, like, I do not take the mom title lightly. It's an honor to be a mom. Um, but, at, like, I just, I forgot about myself for a little while. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when Arbon came around, and I saw that here is a great way for me to do something for myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because at the time when I was doing the home daycare, yeah, the kids get picked up at five o'clock. I'm still in the office. You sure. know, it still looks the same. I'm doing the exact same things, but now I don't have my caregiver hat on. Now I have my mom hat on, and it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas with um, building this business, now I could reach out, I could go out, I could, you know, and I don't want this to sound like whatever, but like leave the house by myself mm-hmm. to do my own thing. You know what I mean? And not that I'm not grateful to be home. Like I know a lot of parents wish that they could be home and spend the time that I can, that the time that I have, you know, with my kids, but we all need a break. You know what I mean? You could love your job, work twelve hour a 12-hour shift, but you still need a break. Correct. You know what I mean? Even if it's just a change of location. Talking to adults. You know what I mean? Like, just talking to other adults. Someone, some, someone calls me on the phone. I'm like, hey, 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 what you doing? What's the meaning of life? You know what I mean? Like, you just want to talk about something other than, you know, treehouse songs or you know what i mean like you just want to baby shark yeah you just want to and that went on in our house for a long time uh thanks nana for the book by the way the audio book um but yeah uh only recently did i realize that like hey you know like i'm still a person too and i don't think that it's just for moms like all parents need to realize that they are an individual too correct Right. Mm -hmm. And when you can find something that fills you up, that gets you excited, that makes you like lit on fire when you wake up in the morning. And when you have that, then like your cup fills and then whatever's overflowing, you can like pour into your spouse. Yeah. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you pour into your kids, you pour into the people around you just because you feel like I'm living like I'm where I'm supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know if that answered the question. It did answer it. It did. Because it all stems back to understanding who you are and recognizing your own own boundaries and your own triggers. So that answered my question. And I just wanted to add that, like, so now we both have daughters. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to show my daughter that life doesn't end when you become a mom. You don't have to sacrifice it all. You could still 
do the things that you love. My daughter won't be having children. <laughs> either of my sons. Let's just get that clear. They can make the sequel to the movie 40 year old version, so let's just keep it moving. So I just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> but yeah, like that's the that's the example that I want to set for my kids. I want my daughter to grow up that daughter to grow up knowing that when you become a mom your life doesn't end. Your life doesn't end. You can still do all the things you love. And I want my I want my sons to grow up knowing when you get married, this girl is not going to be at your beck and call. You know what I mean? Not that that's how I feel in my marriage or anything like that, but I just want to be that example to my kids to be like choose a strong woman, choose someone who is whole on her own oh, yeah. who can uplift you, not who will complete you. Correct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I want for my Say kids. that again, please, <laughs> because I've been trying to tell people relationships are 50-50, they're 100-100. Yeah. And people need to, I'm tired of seeing these damn memes on social media, both 50-50 this, 50-50 that. I don't want nobody that's 50-50. Yeah. I, it's, you need to come whole and you need to come understanding what love is. Because if you don't understand it, just no, you're going to try to find love in me and that's not, that's just not, no. I mean... No one's ever going to come 100% because we all have healing to do. You know what I mean? But, like, to know that the journey is not for, like, me to do the things for you and for you to do the things for me. Correct. Right? In order for us to feel, like, because then what happens if, you know, like, uh, life circumstances happen? Mm -hmm. Then what? How do you go on? You have to be okay to stand on your own two mm, feet correct you know what i mean correct correct <laughs> um i love the movement that you're doing I oh thank it. you um i know i couldn't do it uh i'm just telling just being straight up i couldn't do it Have i mean i feel i feel like we all do it in our own way, way. You know what I mean? You have your own movement with all of this stuff that's going on. You have because you have a different story Correct. to tell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, just because I'm at home or just because you're a working mom doesn't mean that one is better than the other. We're all doing it for. I, you're, I, I you know still I mean? think you're a working mom, though. I still no, think no, you are yes, a mom. no, for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for correcting me. But I mean, you know, some people think that people. Moms who stay at home are not working. Oh, false. That is false. Parenting is a whole job, sweetie. Yeah. Whole job. On call 24-7 for the rest of your, your life. life. <laughs> Parenting is the hardest job yeah. ever. Um, somebody asked me the day, are you done having, if I'm done having kids, I'm like, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Like, I don't like, you know, I don't believe in having odd number of children. Maybe when God decides to bless me with my husband, mm. sure, maybe one more, but I have to be married, so that's not happening. And yeah. Mm. Are you guys done? <laughs> you know Rap. what? It's so funny because right we were just talking about this recently. I mean, for me, the door is never fully closed. Clearly. Yeah. But, I mean, there are no immediate plans. We'll say that. There are no immediate plans. <laughs> Raph, I wish you could see her face. <laughs> I mean, there are some days when I'm like, three? Like, why? 
You know what I mean? But then there are other days when they just like everything just flows and you're just like, I'm just so grateful. <laughs> if I could just have a few other sets of arms around my neck, you know, like I'll die a happy woman. But I don't know. It 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 varies. It varies from day to day. But um, for me, I am not 100% closing the door yet. That's just me. With a smile on your face. <laughs> but I, I, I think it's also because, you know, like with the three, um, and my husband may disagree, like when it comes to talking about like the actual delivery, but the pregnancy was awesome. Like I love being pregnant. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll, I'm actually on your husband's side of the Yeah, yeah, your, yeah. Your deliveries are interesting. Yeah, he made he made a good point. And I'm like, mm, you don't say. Oh, you don't say. Okay. <laughs> like the day that you are due just go to the hospital yeah just, just go i know don't I even know. wait just go. i know i know lesson learned lesson learned fine no no you didn't learn that the first time <laughs> or the second or the third learn lord that. of mercy i would have had my third born in the grass <laughs> like walking into the hospital don't worry i almost had my daughter here and yeah, i'm like it's crazy you know what guys um i've been having contractions for an hour now maybe i should go to the hospital yeah and I drove myself there. Well, I mean, like, in true fashion of our family, like, it's always, like, last minute, last, last minute, minute, running late. No. <laughs> maybe this, maybe that. Yeah. My dad came to the hospital because, yo, what are you doing, Christine? I'm like, I'm sipping on my raspberry lemonade. Oh, he goes, why are you out here in your shorts? I'm like, oh, because I'm having contractions. And, you know, I'm just, just waiting around. <laughs> just waiting around to see in case, you know, something pops up. Right? He goes, can you please go to the room right now? So I'm like, okay. Just did you me. already have a room at that time? No, I was still, I was still in the the. Triage. You haven't been checked in. Yeah, haven't okay. been checked in. So then I went there and I sat down, and all of a sudden I started throwing up. And then they're oh, like, Oh god, that's awful. So I buzzed, and they're like, We're gonna check you. So I was like, Okay. So they checked me. I was six centimeters dilated. They're like, oh They're god. like, Okay, we're gonna admit you. From me walking from the, my triage. To my room, I became ten centimeters dilated. Oh my gosh! I was like, I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> so about this pain, <laughs> someone just catch it. Someone just catch it. Is there like any Demerol? Is there anything I could take? They're like, no, it's too late. So I went on the bed, and I'll never. I I laid sideways. I swear to you, mm. I was just. I don't even. I. You just surrendered your body. It was like Titanic when they were standing at, at the tip of the thing with the hands out. And I was just on the bed and I was just like, don't move it because I'm having a contraction yeah. and I will cuss you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I turned and you know how they lowered the bed or whatever. Mm. And they're like, hey, don't push. I'm like, listen to me. I, my body cannot defy gravity. I need to push. So yeah. all I hear is, Dr. Ma! <laughs> oh yeah, Dr. Ma. Hey, Dr. Ma. Dr. Ma! I was hoping I could have Dr. Samuel, but you know, mm. I didn't. But he came to visit the next day. And by the time she was putting on the gloves, I started pushing. Mm. I, I'm sorry. You're in the room. It came like a breath of fresh air that I saw you. So yeah. now you need to do your job. I feel like that happened with um, our second. Yes. Didn't Raph caught our man, didn't she? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, see, now it's all blurry. It's all blurry. <laughs> I don't know if it was the second or the third. But yeah, uh, he was like, um... Uh, and the girls like the our our midwife was like, oh, it's fine, you know. Like she's just like putting the gloves on. And he's like ready to catch it, and she just, you know, she just slipped right out, <laughs> loose goose. <laughs> she just freaking slipped right out, man. But but she was she was tough. No, okay, so this is what. Okay, now I remember because now the pain is coming back to me. Um, 
The first one, super easy. So the second one, I'm thinking, this is going to be a breeze. I'm a pro. And it was the worst. It was the worst. She made me question if we were going to have more kids. Like, that's how bad it was. And I remember I was sitting on, like, one of those um, exercise balls. balls and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if I could do this. I was, like, crying, crying. And Rath was like, it's okay, it's okay. And then it was just like, boom. I got a push. I got a push. And then the, the midwife was like, yeah, 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 I'm going to check. Because it was taking a long time. And then she was like, she went to go get the gloves, and then there, out she came, and then Raph. <laughs> and he was like, um, miss? Miss? Uh, somebody? Anybody? Yeah. I think he was traumatized. I think he was traumatized. And then, we, and then we went another round, and that one was worse. So I can see why, you know, logically, yeah, I can see why. He has a good point. He has a good point, you know, if we're done. <laughs> I also know that his heart cannot take it. Like I'm not the one who's watching it happen, you know. I ain't had no more juice. I feel like I'm joking. <laughs> With the last one, he waited until I was like all better to say like, "Yo, I was really worried, but I like I had to keep a straight face." And you know, like he's not gonna freak out, no, but you know, what? on the inside, he's like, "What the?" F-? You know what I mean? So, fine, fine, fine. I'm just I'll reconsider. um for like arbon products and like your coaching stuff before i forget can you please let my lovely listeners know where they could reach you where they could contact you if if it's just a simple question yeah how, how can they reach you um i think your best bet would be on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's where I share everything. So yes, I talk about uh, my Arbon business, but then I also talk about other stuff too. I talk about homeschooling. I talk about self-care as a mom and mm-hmm. I share my parenting tips. And usually when I post those, you know, hashtag kind reminders, mm-hmm. it's, us- it's usually because in that moment, it just happened to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'll be like, damn, shouldn't have done that. Kind reminder, moms. Don't take out your frustration on your kids. I'm just being real. You know what I mean? Like, I am a coach. I am not uh, an expert. You know what I mean? I'm learning a lot more every day. But I'm also, I feel like I am ahead of the curve, I guess you could say, in terms of just being more conscious of how my pride, how my ego affects my parenting. Because some people would be like, it's not me. The kid just, you know, the kid just won't listen. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, that's where I share most of my stuff. Reen Lewis, R-E-E-N-L-E-W-I-S on Instagram. Send me a message. Oh. Answer some of my polls. And FYI, mm-hmm. I sent my brother the picture of um, the, picture of the oh, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I messaged him. I was like, I'm about to make your wife famous. He goes, she's already famous with her last name. Lord of mercy. <laughs> go home and pop that big head right there deflate that a little bit we're a modest humble family Louis representing I guess Louis representing Uh Uh, do you have uh, do you have any advice for anyone out there who is scared to take the first step forward due to like financial reasons or just simply being scared to start their own business and kind of living in their Living in their their truth, their calling. Yeah, for sure. Um, If you feel like... 
if you feel like it's always something that you come back to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I feel like that's there for a reason. Correct. So even if you're scared, just be open-minded into thinking like, what if it works? You know what I mean? Because if it doesn't work, you're just going to be in the same spot. Nothing's going to happen, right? You're just going to live life, status quo. And some people are cool with that. But then there are some people who are like, I was made to do more than just go to work, pay my bills, and die. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. When you said die, that kind of hit me. (laughs) But, you know, like... (laughs) There are people who want to do more and are, and are too scared. And guess what? There are people who are less qualified than you who are doing it because they took the step. That's true. You know what I mean? And all it takes is just, it's just like, it's just like jumping in the pool. Like you're scared, the anticipation, but then you jump in and you're like, oh, why did it take me so long? Yeah. You know, like I'm freezing, you know, but you have like... If you want to do something, I'm sure there's someone who you could reach out to who's walked the path, Mm -hmm. who can show you the ins and outs. And those are the people that you align with. Those are the people that you talk to. You don't talk to the people who say, oh, no, it's not a good idea. Oh, I know someone who did that and, you know, they fell flat on their face. You don't want that negative energy. Nope. You know what I mean? And not not to say that you're not going to fail, but you need people to be like, okay, yeah, that was a setback. Here's how we bounce back. Correct. You know what I mean? You got to surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up and who are going to empower you and inspire you. People who have their own ambition and who are running and not just talking about running. Correct. You know what I mean? It's scary. But that's when you learn stuff. That's when you learn about yourself. And for me with this whole like with this whole journey of whatever it is, whatever this journey is that I'm on, I know that there's no like there's no end. It's really just enjoying the process of going through it and mm-hmm. enjoying seeing the person that you're becoming. Correct. You know what I mean? That's the pretty cool, like, holy shit, I did that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yep. this, I never would have done this if I didn't if first I didn't take, take the step. step. Correct. You know? And then the doors just open to, like, if I could do this, what, what else can I do? Yeah. And what you're doing is showing other people who are scared to do it like oh fuck this girl did she survived Correct. she started a podcast shoot i can start a podcast too. you know yeah. what i mean everybody has um everybody has their own gift you mm-hmm. know someone may have the exact same podcast and share the same content but share it in a way that it resonates with other people correct you know what i mean mm-hmm. So if you don't, I feel like if you don't do what it is in your heart or do what it is that God or the universe called you to do, mm-hmm. then that's not fair for the rest of us who may, <laughs> you know, who may need that. The way you said that. You know what I mean? That's not fair. That's selfish. The way you said that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. like, like, just think about, you know, whoever it was that put the idea of starting a podcast or writing a book like think about who that person was to you when they planted that idea in your head Correct. what if they didn't what if they didn't because they were like oh fuck i'm not christine would, uh, she would think that i'm crazy and then like what if they just never said it then you would be on a different path correct like for me personally um 
one of the reasons why I try my best to stay consistent from my podcast is because I know that I want to brand myself as a motivational speaker, but I struggle with attachment and mm. I miss when I say I miss my former students at like my old high schools that mm-hmm. I work at and I've had them reach out to me like Miss Lewis, you don't know how much your podcast helps me and da 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 da. So the fact that I'm still able to reach them without reaching them mm-hmm. physically is important for me. Mm-hmm. I need to like the fact that I can protect them from afar is why I keep doing this. They yeah. like they are my motivation for my podcast mm-hmm. because every single time I put out, they're always messaging me. Mm, like, Mom, so I nice. miss you. Mom, what you said made me cry. Mom, mm. da 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 and the fact that they're growing from what I'm saying and I tell them straight like there's times when they piss me off <laughs> you know they piss me off and yeah. I tell them about themselves but the fact that I've been able to build a path for them that they don't hesitate to follow mm-hmm. I can't tell you how that makes my heart feel because it's not it's, it's not even gratitude it's not joy it's not it's I can't even say it's love yeah. I don't know what it is that's God's work but I do I my podcast is for my students yeah and for like any young person who's who's trying to just rise behind the blinded eye personally, yeah, you know, um, for sure. If you could boil down three three key words that you could think of mm-hmm. that you could help inspire others, what would that be? Alignment. Mm-hmm. So when I say alignment, I mean like doing things that feel good feel right at your core Mm -hmm. like that are authentic authentic to who you are as a person um flow which is like i feel like if you are called to do the things that you're meant to do it's not gonna be like it will be tough but it's not meant to be like you know like Pounding the pavement like it's supposed to like you're supposed to be enjoying what what you do Yeah, so when you are in alignment things are just gonna flow opportunities are gonna flow because you're You're in that space. You have that energy and you're looking at things as opportunities and not obstacles Correct. And then the last thing is faith just um, Just that really like 100% conviction that it's gonna happen for me mm-hmm. And even if it's not gonna be in the path that I'm expecting, because God will, God has His own way, or the universe yeah. has their own way of getting you to the place where you need to be. But like first, you need to learn these certain lessons along the way. Correct. But as long as you're like, okay, yeah, this got me down, but I'm not gonna stay down because I have faith that I'm still meant to do the things that I'm supposed to do, and I'm still meant to be where I need to be. Correct. So alignment, flow. Mm, I like that. Mm, thank you, thank you. I like Man, that. I kind of like that too. That, that, that just came off the top. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I forgot to put you on the spot at the beginning of my episode, buddy. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Bryson Tiller. Okay? <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, you already know. I kick off each and every single one of my episodes with gratitude. So, what you grateful for? Honestly, I am grateful for this opportunity to talk to you 
to talk to the people that you inspire because this may not be my this may not be my direct realm like like my direct community but if i can help anyone in your community in any type of way with whatever it is that i know mm -hmm. then that's really what it's all about Correct. you know what i mean like we're all here to just help each other lift each other up you know why not share the information correct um and i don't know if i told you this but i am so grateful for this opportunity because i journal a lot of my journaling i haven't done it in a while but i also do like visualization journaling so writing about things that you want in your future as if it's already happened that's how i write too. right mm -hmm. and so one of the things that i journaled about was being a speaker on a famous podcast, just like just getting my name out. Mm -hmm. And so like when you approached me, like, well, you said you had a podcast. I'm like, ding, you know, <laughs> there it is. Alignment, flow. Um, and then when you reached out to say, hey, will you be on my podcast? I was like, it friggin' works. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so like now I just have to do it. Now I'm just like, okay, well, I am a millionaire. I am traveling the world. Um, but yeah, like it really, it really just goes to show the power of belief in yourself, staying consistent, doing what you feel is your calling, your purpose in life. Right. Um, and then just having faith that it's all going to, it's all good. Yeah. And it's all going to be exactly how it's meant to be. That's what I'm grateful for. All right, all right. I always say, you know, because you mentioned the word community, and I know, and I always say it takes a community to raise a village. Mm. That's what I, I tell. I say that I think in almost every single one of my episodes, <laughs> it takes a community to raise a village. Um, before I go, guys, um, you ready to go? You ready to know? I gotta tell you guys a quote. So, just because we're talking about branding yourself and businessing and growing, um, I'm gonna say you are the bag and the brand. Build your brand push your brand and make it successful by any means necessary. And for all those guys who don't understand what I mean by that is be aggressive with it. And when I say be aggressive with it, it's you can be aggressive in a positive way. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, everything. Tell me how you guys feel. You guys know how to reach me. 437-488-4871 or my Instagram, which is impact over intention. Or my lovely Facebook, which is Broken Silence. Silence is not meaningless. And guys, I got all your messages. I will tell you guys when the book launches. You guys will be made, it will be known to the public. I got you. To my lovely sister-in-law, thank you for coming on. Such episode. a pleasure and an honor. Thank you. Thank you. This is Broken Silence Real Talk. Have yourself a great night. <laughs>